welcome into this next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And in this episode, I will be doing a recap of Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL, which was this past weekend. It uh, all got started on Saturday. There were three games. And the Colts lost to the Bills. The Seahawks lost to the Rams. And the Washington football team lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So the Bills, Rams, and Buccaneers were the ones to advance to the next round, which is divisional round in the NFL, which is next weekend. And then... The next day, Sunday, yesterday, three more games. So uh, the NFL had the idea of Super Wild Card Weekend, and it was part of the many things around the idea of having seven teams because of COVID. Uh, you wanted more teams to get some more bites at the apple as far as some uh, chances at a playoff appearance given COVID, and maybe there was, there was a lot of uncertainty with with unfortunately, who who is going to catch COVID because we all try and avoid COVID, but sometimes people catch it. So uh, that happens. And it's a lot like kind of, of, I mean, I know that it's two different games uh, as far as two different sports, but a lot of other games as far as you you go back to the Major League Baseball season when when they had expanded playoffs and a lot of other uh, leagues uh, in sports are doing this with the expansion of playoffs and, and kind of just in general kicking kicking around the idea of that. So uh, Sunday, the Ravens defeated the Titans, and then the Saints defeated the Bears, and the Browns somewhat surprisingly defeated the Steelers. So going at these one by one, and Talking a little bit about the Bills game and the Colts, it was a pretty good game. Uh, the Colts uh, did their best. They they certainly uh, tried to run Jonathan Taylor, uh, use him as their lead back, and, and then they have Naeem Hines and other plays like that. So they tried to uh, kind of take that approach going into it, limit the amount of possessions that Josh Allen and, and the Bills had. But... Uh, they also kind of work slow, methodical drives, and sometimes they're only able to get three three points out of it. And when you're facing a team as prolific of an offense as Josh Allen and the Bills, you're going to want more than three points. You're going to want a touchdown. And uh, they were able to get some touchdowns, but maybe not as many as they, they wanted to coming into the game. And uh, definitely was was a factor. And Josh Allen kind of started a little bit slow, uh, and then and then he certainly started it to to catch on. Uh, as far as he's been a really good quarterback this whole year, and just a talented quarterback in general. And uh, you know, typically out of the gates for any quarterback, you, you're you're still trying to, to adjust uh, to, to to the game to the, the, the team you're playing and all that. But 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 once that wears off, and for Josh Allen, it's, it's quick where it wears off. And um, he's able to, uh, or he was able to really do well, uh, have a great game uh, at quarterback for them. And he ended up throwing for 324 yards. And then he can also do it with his legs. So he rushed for 54 yards, 
He had a total of three touchdowns, two passing, one rushing. And then Stephon Diggs, fantastic receiver for them. One of the top receivers in the game this year. Uh, definitely ha- had a really good game and uh, over 100 yards and a touchdown. The Colts on the other end, Jonathan Taylor had 21 carries, 78 yards, and a touchdown. Phillip Rivers, not a bad game. He had 309 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions. And then uh, Michael Pittman uh, led them in receiving, the rookie from USC. And um, at the end, it was close. Uh, the The Colts were trying to to come back, uh, trying to at least – least get an opportunity for for a game-tying field goal with their rookie kicker, uh, Rodrigo Blankenship, which didn't happen. Uh, Blankenship, actually, he's had a pretty good season all year this year, but he he did have a missed field goal earlier in the game uh, that that went off the post uh, and uh, didn't go in. But uh, they tried at the end to uh, get an attempt at a field goal. It didn't work out, and uh, their season ended. And now the talk of Phillip Rivers, is he going to retire? Is he not? It sounds like from looking at uh, a lot of the, the people in the media, Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, uh, most notably I saw uh, him talk about how if Rivers uh, plays again, he, he's alluding to the fact, and I'm paraphrasing here, but if R- Rivers plays again, it would be for the Colts. It, it probably wouldn't be for any other team. I, I'm not sure is exactly his contract situation. I think he signed a, a two-year deal maybe with, with the Colts, so – uh, we'll see kind of how that is contractually for him, but uh, it, it sounds like it'll either be with the Colts or it'll be where he'll retire. Uh, any competitor in sports typically doesn't want to go out of their last season if they do retire on a loss. So maybe uh, he, he kind of is fueled by, hey, I, I want to try and try and come back. But as they say, the old saying goes in the NFL, the old saying goes in sports. Father time is undefeated, and uh, you, you get to a certain age, and your your body just it's it's been through a lot. So we'll kind of see. Uh, I, I imagine Philip will will take his time, uh, talk to his family, talk to his his uh, his kids, uh, and, and everybody else involved. So uh, the Colts uh, ha- had a run at it, but uh, the Bills uh, ultimately won the game. And it was kind of cool t- to see the uh, atmosphere at, at the Bills Stadium. Uh, because of COVID, they were only to, able to have 6,000 fans somewhere around there. So uh, it, it was really cool to see the, the atmosphere, the surroundings of, of that in playoff football. Uh, obviously, they were all socially distanced and all the protocols uh, that need to be taken with, with that and, and wearing masks and all that with, with COVID. But uh, it, it's kind of the start to, to try and get back to even more normalcy uh, that, that the Bills did and a few other teams uh, this past weekend did. And I know the Packers and maybe even the Chiefs, as those two teams were on buys in the first round, or maybe uh, even tried to do it. I know for sure the Packers are doing it. They announced that last week but uh, via their media. Uh, but I'm not sure about the Chiefs exactly. So that'll about wrap it up for that game. But the next game I want to talk about, so – the Rams defeated the Seahawks 30-20, to 20, and this was an all right game. Uh, somewhat shocking as far as I, as well as some other people, had the Seahawks winning just because I think the biggest thing is Russell Wilson in the playoffs. I mean, he can be really scary in the playoffs and just 
you know, he's able to be a mobile quarterback. He's able to throw it really well, run it really well. And it can be a nightmare for defenses. But this year, I mean, he's had a pretty good season. But later in the season, he's had some games where he's thrown in some interceptions and he, he's made some mistakes. And uh, he actually, against a really good Rams defense, the number one defense in the league, um, the Rams, only had 174 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception. Chris Carson led them in rushing. Russell Wilson also had 50 yards rushing, too. DK Metcalf led them in receiving. And then the Rams, Goff and Wolford played. Wolford got hurt, unfortunately, but Goff uh, came in. He only had 155 yards passing. Cam Akers uh, seems to be kind of, so, so to speak, the straw that's, that stirs the Rams' offense's drink. Uh, as far as that goes, and uh, he had 131 yards rushing, a touchdown. Cooper Cup led them in receiving. So the Rams move on. They'll play the Packers in the uh, divisional round at Lambeau Field. And uh, I talked about the Bills game a little bit ago in this episode of my podcast, but the Bills will next play the Ravens in the divisional round, and that will be at the Bills. So uh, those games are coming up next weekend so but to kind of summarize my thoughts on the rams game the rams certainly did did really well they were able to run it really well offensively with cam Akers leading the way and then uh their defense really was one of the many things that carried them and uh i mean they've done well i i know when sean mcveigh first got the job with the rams he really tried and he did lead lead the kind of ascension reascension whatever you want to call it to for, for the rams as far as climbing higher progressing uh with, with kind of a, a small rebuild at the time and got them into the playoffs and, and certainly um was was somebody who got them to the super bowl and and everything like that they had uh recent years they had a a, a time where, where they didn't make the playoffs but they have really done well uh this year going into the divisional round of the playoffs, and they'll get the Packers, the number one team in the NFC. And then in the next one, the Buccaneers defeated the Washington football team. So this one, not really much of a shocker. I mean, Washington did their best. They, they had a good run at it. They were 7-9. and nine. They won the division in the underwhelming record-wise, under 500 NFC East. So that that was that, but I mean, in the playoffs, the division winner gets into the playoffs, and they were the, the division winner, so they got into the playoffs. So uh, they probably want to do better, but given what they have, I mean, they do have some nice talent, certainly defensively. Their front's really good, but secondary struggled to cover a little bit in, in the secondary with some receivers uh, for the Buccaneers, uh, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, uh, Cameron Braid, everybody else. Uh, a part of that loaded offense for the Buccaneers. So that was kind of a, a problem for them. Uh, and then offensively, they kind of struggled offensively. They do have some talent. I mean, Antonio Gibson had a great season in his rookie year for them. So uh, that's something to build off for them. But it, it, it's, it was kind of a struggle for them. Uh, offensively, Alex Smith couldn't go. So Taylor Heineke went, and he had a pretty good day, actually. Uh, he was pretty much all the talk for for everybody on, on uh, 
on, on all the, the, the media uh, fronts. And he threw for 306 yards, had a touchdown, also had a rushing touchdown. So two touchdowns, one passing, one rushing. Sim, Sims led them in receiving. Uh, Heineke actually led them in rushing too. And then the Buccaneers had Tom Brady 381 yards. Typical Tom Brady. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer once he's done playing. Uh, absolute legend of, of the NFL game. Uh, one of the many in the, for, from the NFL for legends. And then two touchdowns. So Leonard Fournette led them in rushing. Mike Evans led them in receiving. And uh, the Buccaneers defense actually did a really good job on Antonio Gibson. He only rushed for 31 yards. So uh, one of the better rookies in the game offensively, Antonio Gibson, uh, kind of a quiet day, uh, although he was battling uh, an injury too. So I will say that, but um, he, he he was kind of held uh, a little bit uh, to, to only 31 yards. And then the Buccaneers will get the Saints in the divisional round, so they'll go to New Orleans in a matchup of really good veteran quarterbacks. Probably, I mean, for sure, both of them, I would, for sure, Tom Brady, and I would assume for sure, Drew Brees, Hall of Famers, uh, once they're done playing. Uh, so that would be a good matchup. And then in the next and final portion of another episode of my podcast for Big A Sports Show, I will – Go over the games from Sunday, kind of go over the stats uh, and kind of give my thoughts there. So that'll be up next after this short audio break for Big A Sports Show, available anywhere you get your podcasts. Moving on and closing out another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Handel, And in the first portion, I went over the games for Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL for Saturday. And now I'm going to go over and recap a little bit of the stats uh, from Sunday's games. And then I'll also give a little bit about my analysis uh, for the games. Uh, so without further ado, the Ravens uh, defeated the Titans 20-13. to this one was a pretty good game. Uh, the Titans got off to a 10-0 lead right out of the gates, and then the Ravens answered right back. Lamar Jackson had a phenomenal quarterback run for a touchdown. It was it had to be at least, I mean, 50 yards uh, in total. When I'm looking at the stats, oh, just short of 50 yards, so 48 yards uh, dashed to the end zone for Lamar, and uh, he had a really good game. Uh, against a pretty solid defense. I mean, they weren't highly ranked, the Titans defense, uh, coming into this one in, in all year, but they certainly do have some very notable players, especially in their secondary uh, on the TV uh, broadcast. Uh, I believe it's on ABC and also ESPN, and, and typically for any game, they they, they run out the, the starters, and and they have a uh, – yeah, rundown of those starters and there was a lot of uh, of notable names uh on their defense uh and their defense certainly missed Jadavian Clowney um and they uh needed him all year he unfortunately got hurt so he was not able to play the rest of the season uh he got hurt earlier in the year and then this playoff game he wasn't able to play and I think he was out the rest of the playoffs even if they would have won so uh that was certainly something 
that uh, hurt them, but injuries happen. They're a part of the game. Uh, they're one of the unfortunate realities that comes with football. It's a contact sport. Injuries occur. So uh, hopefully Jadavian's able to get back uh, soon and uh, and everything. But Lamar Jackson won his first playoff game. So uh little little uh, applause for Lamar Jackson. Nice job. The narrative uh, within the media of you not winning a playoff game can now end. Uh, you have won a playoff game, and you're a young player, so I'm sure you'll have many more playoff wins, uh, maybe even going on this week or the rest of this year, although they have a tough matchup against uh, the Buffalo Bills uh, and uh, everything they got going for uh, Sean McDermott's Bills as that's who they'll be playing next, and it'll be in Buffalo. So that'll be something to watch out for. Uh, but as far as the stats, so Lamar didn't have a ton of passing yards. He only had 179 passing yards, but he had 136 rushing yards. So maybe they didn't get as much out of him in the passing game, but he's always been kind of a one of the best, one of the better players who can – throw it pretty good. I mean, he, he's an all right thrower. I mean, he's not perfect. There's, there's some times where, where his accuracy is a little bit off, but for the most part, he's been an MVP in the past. He does a nice job, enough of a job to, to throw it well. And then especially rushing, he's one of the faster players in the league. And uh, another fast player in the league, Marquise Hollywood Brown had over a hundred yards receiving. And then for the Titans, this actually was a bold prediction I had on my podcast uh, with a special guest from last week, uh, actually the last half of last week. And I said, even though Derrick Henry is one of the better running backs in the league, I think that the Ravens have a really stout defense. They've always had a really good defense, especially under John Harbaugh, their head coach, a defensive-minded head coach. And I kind of predicted – this is a risky bull prediction, but that's what bull predictions are for. And I said, Derrick Henry, under 100 yards rushing. And that was true. He was under 100 yards rushing. Now, granted, there was a few of my other uh, bold predictions, uh, given predictions. You're, you're bound to get some right and you're bound to get some, some wrong. So I will say a few of my other bold predictions if you listen to those podcasts uh, for the Super Wildcard Weekend preview with a special guest I had. I did get some wrong, so... I will say that, but uh, that uh, kind of comes with, with the territory of those kind of predictions and, and everything. And then A.J. Brown led them in receiving for the Titans. Ryan Tannehill had a tough game. He had 165 yards passing, and uh, the Titans season ended. And before this game, Mike Vrabel and his Titans had a pretty good track record recently against the Ravens and the Ravens were able to uh, kind of flip the script on, on that and, and win and get, get a little revenge. Uh, so, so good for them. And then they'll go to the play the bills and Buffalo next weekend. Uh, so that'll be uh, kind of a fun matchup. Josh Allen versus Lamar Jackson, and everything else that they, all the other players involved. Uh, so that's kind of a breakdown of that game. And then the next game, Really a kind of a hard game to watch, the Saints and the Bears. With all due respect to the Bears, their offense is just not good. It's just, it, it struggles. It's It's been a struggling offense all season. 
they had it where it was Matt Nagy calling the plays, their head coach, and then they switched over to Bill Lazor, their offensive coordinator, to maybe get a little change. Maybe change of things will help, but it, not much. They had Nick Foles start the season, then they turned it over to Mitch Trubisky, and Trubisky was a high draft pick. He has not lived up to his draft pick. You can safely say that. Uh, and the Bears reportedly, NFL Network's reported uh, within the media lately, Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, uh, one of the better, uh, one of the many really good insiders in the NFL, basically said, I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically said, they don't know Mitch if Mitch Trubisky is the answer. They had a chance to pick up his fifth-year option as part of his rookie deal. They didn't do it, and I think rightly so. He hasn't shown them enough to be able to pick it up. So um, they'll be faced with a decision this offseason. I think they're going to keep Matt Nagy as head coach. They made the playoffs, although they backed into the playoffs. They still made the playoffs. And uh, their season ended. The Saints advanced. They'll play the Buccaneers next. And the Buccaneers are a, a solid matchup for the, for the Saints. And even the Saints struggled in this one against the Bears. They won 21-9. to nine, uh, But for the majority of it, the Bears were keeping it competitive. Their defense was, was basically keeping them, them in the game, uh, more or less. And Trubisky had 199 yards passing. Montgomery led them in rushing, although he only had 31 yards rushing. Allen Robinson led them in receiving. Drew Brees for the Saints, 265 passing yards, two touchdowns. Kamara led the rushing attack. And then in the receiving game, Deontay Harris led them in receiving. And uh, they advance, the, the Saints that is, and in the next uh, matchup, as mentioned, they'll play the Buccaneers. Uh, so, so that is uh, something uh, to be looking out for next week as part of Divisional Weekend. Uh, in the NFL. And then the last game of Sunday, so the Browns defeated the Steelers 48-37. to This was a little bit of a, a shocking uh, game. I mean, the Browns certainly have the talent to do it, uh, but they had a lot of the cards stacked against them in, in, in the deck, so to speak, where they had Kevin Stefanski test positive for COVID, and a bunch of a few other players test positive for COVID, so you have to take the protocol approach, and understandably quarantine, and uh, everything that goes with that. So they were forced with an interim head coach for the game, and uh, everything. And then they they were just a team that had a lot that was going against them going in this game, but they overcame all that. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt did a great job rushing the football. Baker Baker Mayfield uh, definitely played uh, pretty well. Ben Roethlisberger in the game, he threw for 501 yards passing, but he had four interceptions. He also did have four touchdowns. James Conner led them in rushing. Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, before the game, he kind of, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically uh Downplayed the the Browns as far as he thought that they were going to win, and, and they're the same old Browns, but the Browns got the better of Juju Smith-Schuster and the Steelers. Uh, but Juju led them in receiving, and uh, both they had two receivers over 100 yards, Juju Smith-Schuster and Deontay 
Johnson. And then for the Browns, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, 76 yards rushing for Chubb, 48 for Hunt. Baker Mayfield, solid game, 263 yards passing, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Jarvis Landry, 92 yards receiving, one touchdown. So that's a recap of that game, and the Browns will go to Arrowhead Stadium and play Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and the Kansas City Chiefs. So that'll be a kind of a fun matchup uh, to watch. Really a good weekend of, of divisional round football uh, matchups. You got Aaron Rodgers versus the Rams, and then you got Brady versus Breeze, and then Baker Mayfield against Patrick Mahomes, and then Josh Josh Allen against Lamar Jackson. Some nice head coaching matchups uh, as far as that goes uh, with some head coaches with some more offensive backgrounds, some more defensive backgrounds, kind of see the chess match, so to speak, played with that. So uh, it should be pretty entertaining. Uh, for the most part, Super Wild Card Weekend was, was a good idea, and I, I hope it sticks. Uh, for the NFL, uh, three games uh, per day uh, with the wild card round. And uh, we'll see if uh, it sticks. I know that that's been kind of uh, one of the many ideas they've been kicking around as, as part of uh, the um, kind of rules. They're always talking about collective bargaining, rule changes, tweaking things, you know, nothing big, but, but all, they're always trying to make the game better. Uh, is it's already great as is, uh, but that's been one of the kind of things that they've been talking about uh, as far as expanded playoffs. So I hope that they keep it, but we'll see. Uh, it'll be talked about that that's for sure, and I'm sure the amount of interest that that it garnered. I mean, the NFL is is king uh, within sports. It's one of the many kings. Uh, everybody's a fan of it, and everybody consumes it. I'm. I'm one of the many and all you listeners out there too, uh, and everybody else. Uh, so maybe, maybe the, the amount of, uh, traction it got as far as the viewers and, and all the, the talk about it within the media and everything else, uh, will, will kind of be a sign to them that, Hey, we should make every effort to keep this uh, going forward. But there, there will probably be other variables too, as, as with everything, uh, kind of like that, uh, that'll be talked about, but. That's a breakdown of Super Wildcard Weekend in the NFL. And uh, that'll about do it, though, for another edition of Big A Sports Show. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode, all my previous episodes, and all my episodes coming up. The listening support's been great. I can't thank you all enough, and I hope that it gets even better. I'm always trying to grow my podcast as much as possible. So uh, as many listeners I get is is phenomenal, and it's been awesome so far. Uh and uh, hopefully it gets even better. Uh, and uh, if you want to subscribe to my show, that's probably the best way to get a hold of my show is to subscribe. Uh, that way you get alerts whenever I post my episodes. But if you want to continue to track it down the, the way you've been doing it, go right ahead. Uh, and uh, I know that all the listeners I get, it, I thank thank you all very much. Uh, and, and it's certainly uh, very much appreciated always. Uh, but always, I have a lot of uh, things I want to talk about for, for my sports show, and it's something nice uh, that's fun to do for me on the side, in addition to everything else I got going on. Uh, so I will always try and hit a, a wide variety of topics within sports. Uh, so always be paying attention uh, for for all my uh, episodes. And the, the best way to track it down is just to search Big A Sports Show. It's available anywhere you get your podcasts. So 
thank you all, and I will talk with you all again uh, the next time I have another episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. Have a great rest of your day.